0: Do you feel like your addictions are holding you down do you feel like you'll never be free then i have the perfect video for you today because today we're going to go through some basic information about addictions to help you understand them better and then i'm going to give you a six-stage process to help you finally break free from your addictions so if that video excites you and that's something you've wanted to do for a long time then keep watching because this is the episode for you so there's different types of addictions and there's so many examples we can give I'm just going to list a few. This is by no means an exhaustive list. So, it could be physically based, so smoking, alcohol, binge eating, it could be social media consumption, it could be watching adult content, it could be gambling, it could be binge spending, it could really be anything. Okay, Exi- uh, addictions have existed since the dawn of time and they're going to keep being there as long as we're human beings involved. Well. So, there's no shortage of addictions, but the point is this video can help you overcome you can use the principles to overcome any type of addiction it's not specific to any one type of addiction okay so the first two things that we're going to talk about to help you understand your addiction a bit better are the difference between an addiction and a habit so both of these are repetitive actions that you'll engage in however for something to become an addiction it usually has to have a psychological component to it as well and it has to have a negative impact on your life, which you may or may not be aware of. Okay. The next thing I'm going to talk about is conscious and unconscious incompetence. And it's a model that's used when you're talking about skills and habits. And we're going to talk about it in breaking addictions, but I'm going to explain it with an example of driving. So there's four stages to this model. So there's unconsciously incompetent, consciously incompetent, consciously competent, and unconsciously competent. So if we go through it quickly those are some big words but i'll quickly explain it so if you were to take the example of somebody who's learning to drive so if you think about a child who has no idea how to drive a car they don't really know what they're doing they're just maybe three four years old okay they are unconsciously incompetent they have no idea what driving is really maybe they do maybe they don't and uh, they had no idea how to do it even if they did know what it is okay then the next thing to talk about is being consciously incompetent so perhaps the night before somebody's driving lesson or when they first start, okay, they're going to realise that they're not really as good as driving as they see other people and they're going to see, oh, actually, I'm not very good at this, it's really hard, okay, and they're going to realise, they're going to be consciously aware of the fact that they are incompetent at this skill, i.e. they can't do it, okay. And the next stage is becoming consciously competent so this could be somebody who's doing their driving test or maybe a few years afterwards like a new driver and they're very conscious and aware hyper focusing on everything they do so they're really paying attention to their gears looking in the mirrors everything like that i'm just going to quickly pick up my cheap piece of paper and uh, basically They are doing everything correctly, but they have to consciously do it and it requires a lot of effort and focus. And the next stage after that is being unconsciously competent. So this is somebody who's been driving for a long time, okay? And they know exactly what to do. It's very habitual, they just check the mirrors, They check the mirrors in the regular way. They don't have to make a conscious effort to do it. They just subconsciously do it, okay? And they can probably, you'll see them engaging in another habit while they're driving. So perhaps eating, perhaps talking, something that a learner driver or a new driver couldn't really do, okay? So that's the the process of the uh, conscious and unconscious incompetence, okay? And we're gonna apply this to the stages of addiction, okay? So it's not gonna surprise you that if I talk about six tips to help you finally break free of your addiction, The first step is going to be to acknowledge that you have a problem okay and this is going to move you from that first stage of being subconsciously incompetent or unconsciously incompetent to becoming consciously incompetent because you're going to finally acknowledge that you have a problem so you might not necessarily think that you have an addiction or you might not necessarily think this is having negative consequence on your life, okay? So the first thing to do, if you, if, I think most people will realize they have an addiction, which is why they're watching the video, okay, and it's really good that you're doing that. But in case you don't think you have an addiction, I would just encourage you to take a look at your time, your habits, and also your money, and also your relationships, okay? Because if you have an addiction, it's probably gonna be affecting one of those four things. In a number of ways it's probably going to be affecting all four of them but it will definitely be affecting one of them at least okay and the other thing to realize with addictions is that you have to acknowledge when something is an addiction for you i'll give you an example so some people i mentioned earlier that alcohol could be an addiction so some people couldn't consume alcohol in a social context and it's more of a habit it doesn't have any psychological con- uh, psychological context or need or benefit for them okay however Somebody who's going to the gym because they're insecure and they're trying to make up for other things or they're avoiding social contact because they're going to the gym. That could actually be an addiction for them. Okay, so you have to realize, I'm not saying going to the gym is bad, but I'm saying addictions can be different for different people. Okay, so for somebody, uh, something that you might consider a bad habit, actually they have no psychological attachment to it and it's not really harming their life in any tangible way besides this one-off thing okay so it might not actually be an addiction for them however something that might seem a bit more beneficial for you okay so spending time on your computer spending time on social media this could be a huge addiction for you okay and you have to realize that so that's the first step is to acknowledge that you have an addiction and uh, the second step is to then start to address the physical factors uh, of this addiction so you have to look at where are you taking place in this habit okay what times are your weakest okay so just the physical information, okay? When does this affect you? How many times are you doing it? And then you also have to say, so I touched on it a bit earlier about alcohol and the social setting. So you have to see, is this a social addiction or is this a private addiction, okay? So is this something you do alone and is this something where you do when you're, other people, when you're around other people? Because this is a really key part of addressing the addiction, okay? So a lot of people, they might drink socially, they might behave differently in different social situations and that's a really key part of it. So if you can identify that, that's gonna help you later on when we talk about how to uh, what what to do about that but a really key thing you could do if you know it's around certain people you can cut them off you can have a discussion about that if it's something you do by yourself okay initially you might find it beneficial to spend more time around other people you might find it more beneficial to spend less time alone however in the long term you cannot live your life around somebody else, constantly 24 seven, there are gonna be times when you're alone and there are gonna be times where you may relapse. So that's why I've covered uh, more points, more comprehensively in the next four steps, okay? So we've gone through step one, which is acknowledge you have a problem. And then step two is to start working on the, identifying the physical factors of that, okay? And now step three is to start understanding the psychological relationship that you have with this addiction okay so why do you engage with this addiction in the first place okay there's numerous reasons why people do it okay so stress relief could be one uh, avoiding social contact avoiding difficult situations it could be procrastination okay i've given a few of these it could be low self-esteem in cases of binge eating disorder or anything really okay so i'm not giving you an exhaustive list of what's causing your addiction but i'm saying you might need to, you definitely need to have a sit down and think why are you engaging in this behavior and the other thing you have to do is you have to ask yourself why do you actually want to break free from this bad habit why do you want to break free from this addiction okay because that's going to be a really powerful motivator in helping you to overcome that addiction okay and then I'm just going to see if there's anything else I missed Okay, and you have to specifically ask, okay, what role is this addiction providing you? Is it comfort? Is it escapism? Is it pleasure? Is it, you know, something else? Okay, so you have to ask yourself, what role is it providing for you? And you also have to ask what you're avoiding in the case of procrastination so is it because you're struggling at school is it because you're struggling at work is it because you're struggling at home is it because you don't want you want to avoid social contact so that's why i'm saying you have to ask yourself what are you are avoiding okay so that's the third step is to understand the psychological factors behind it okay and then the fourth step this is quite hard for you to understand but you're gonna to have to accept that this is gonna be a really long process and a lot of the things I've said in this video they're very clear and simple steps but they're not easy and they may take years or months or weeks to identify. but hopefully by watching this video you'll be able to fast track through these steps and be able to get to the end faster so that's why you have to understand that it's a long process and uh, relapses can happen and you have to understand as well a few other things so when you go through a relapse, so let's say you're trying to save money and your addiction is gambling, what might happen is you might get to a point where you've been free from gambling for a while and you've been saving your money and you're, you've you actually now, like I said earlier, you wanted a reason to keep breaking this addiction now. So your reason, let's say you're saving up for something. So you've saved up this money and you have a little relapse. So you end up spending, let's say you saved up 50000 thousand. I'm just making random numbers up. They're round numbers and they're easy to understand okay, and let's say one night you end up spending 5000 okay, you have to catch yourself very, very quickly before your negative self-depreciation takes over. It's very common at the point of a relapse where somebody will then have a huge binge relapse, okay, so in the case of gambling, this would look like they would then say, "Oh, I've lost five thousand already. Let me just spend all fifty thousand right now. I'm never good enough. I'll never keep saving. Let's say the goal was to save to a hundred thousand. Let's say that. Okay, you have to stop that self-depreciation, negative talk right there. You have to understand the relapse happened. It's part of the process, and you have to stop it there. You you have to do your absolute best. And I know it's really hard when you're dealing with your own feelings and when you're dealing with behaviors that have been going on for a very long time. But you have to do your absolute best to stop that from happening." and pushing yourself down a path of further deterioration so that's one thing to remember okay and the other thing to remember is you have to create some distance from your identity from the addiction okay so you have to stop a lot of people who for example people who smoke they're labeled as smokers okay and that doesn't help as their identity okay it it makes sense they smoke they're a smoker okay but when you're trying to break that if people have always seen you as a smoker that can be a very difficult thing to break so you're going to have to find a way to redefine your identity whether that's by creating new habit or creating distance from this old habit okay and the other thing about creating distance from this bad habit is it's really important to track progress but like I was saying as you move through the stages of competence Somebody who is consciously incompetent or consciously competent in those middle two stages, they may be tracking the days or the times, how long they've been free from this habit, okay? So how many days have gone without a cigarette? How many days have gone without alcohol, et cetera, okay? And that's a really good way of measuring progress. However, it shifts your mindset into thinking you have to spend every single second consciously avoiding that thing. And like I said, you're now basing your identity around it and it's gonna be much harder for you to escape from that addiction. So during the first two to three stages, it's understandable why people would keep progress in this way, but as we're trying to move to the last stage, the unconsciously competent stage, where you're so good at the skill, you've broken the addiction, and you don't even need to think about it anymore, other than a passing thought, okay, then to get to that stage, you need to get to a point where you actually stop counting the days, and you stop associating your identity with this habit, okay? the other thing to remember it's really important to remember actually is a lot of these addictions may cause physical symptoms so every addiction will affect you at a biochemical level whether that's in your brain or your blood in some way however you have to remember specific specific addictions such as smoking or alcohol or taking drugs they will affect your body physically and it's really important to tell you that right now because it's important that you do your best to break the habit it's important you do your best to break it by yourself but these breaking your habit or withdrawing from the substance will cause physical withdrawal symptoms and it's really important that you get seen by a medical professional to avoid any um, medical emergencies if that occurs okay so that's a really important thing to remember and the other thing to remember like I was saying is when you're talking about uh, relapses is it's really important to remember that the the physical substance when you relapse into it it might initially provide if you've been going for away for a long time and then you take it like for example alcohol or drugs it might provide a much more intense stimulation than if when you were taking it every day And it's really important to remember that when you're trying to break the habit because it's going to set you back a few days obviously if you do, and it might reset some of your progress so that's another thing you have to remember okay so step number four was understanding that it's a long process and you may relapse okay step number five okay this is a mindset shift okay so what you're going to have to do is you're going to You're going to have to, from here, you're going to have to shift your mindset, like I said. So this is really pivoting off the point that I mentioned where you're trying to shift your identity away from it, okay? And you're going to have to do a lot of thinking. And like I said, it's really easy for me to say these points, but it's probably going to take much longer to implement. But like I said, with this video, you'll be on a fast track to doing that. So eventually, when you break it down, you have to see, like I said, what role is this providing in your life? And usually what you'll find is almost any addiction, and that's why I made this video to apply to a lot of addictions universally rather than one specifically, is a lot of addictions can be boiled down to a very similar mindset. Okay, so usually the addiction will provide a temporary relief, okay, a relief from stress and a source of comfort. Okay, that's the psychological perceived benefits in the short term, okay. However, in the long term, it will only lead to dependence and it will only lead to more problems. And one of the biggest problems when people are trying to break free from addiction is that like i said their identity is associated with it but a bigger psychological issue is it's very hard for people to try something unknown the fear of un- the unknown is a very common fear in human society and human condition so you have to understand that when you're trying to break free from an addiction what you're essentially doing is you're trying to break free from this comfort this negative and painful comfort but you perceive it as a comfort but it's a known pain you know what this pain is like and you know what kind of problems it's giving you in in your life you're not happy about it and trying to break it but the point is you know whereas you feel like you don't quite know what will happen if you break free from this addiction you don't know what's going to happen okay so that's an unknown that's an anxiety and so essentially what you're doing when you're breaking free from an addiction is you're trading you're trading a known comfort for an unknown anxiety and that can become very difficult for people to comprehend okay and not only that but once you comprehend it you actually understand why it's so difficult for people to break free from their addictions because of this really strong association with the perceived comfort so you have to realize that um you have to realize that it will only get worse if you keep sticking to that comfort and you know exactly what's going to happen if you keep going through with it that's why you stick with it But eventually, it's going to lead to negative self-esteem. You're always going to feel like a quitter. And like I said at the beginning of the video, you're going to feel like you can never be free. So it might seem like, oh, this is a comfort. I know about this and this is unknown. But you know exactly that this is causing so many problems. And actually, one thing, it might be an anxiety and an unknown of breaking free from the addiction. But one thing you definitely know is it will be better than staying addicted for the rest of your life, okay? So that's one important thing to bear in mind, okay? And then the last thing to bear in mind The final thing is just some practical steps you can take so you have to go easy on yourself okay and like socrates said one of the best things to do is focus on building the new rather than replacing the old so this is a really good way of like i said a practical thing to do is focus on replacing your bad habit with new habits or like I said, if your social group is the problem, replace your social group with a new social group. And like I said, it's really easy for me to say these things. They do take a long time to implement, but hopefully this gives you a focus on what you can actually go and do. So don't be too hard and don't be too focused on destroying the old, focus on building the new. And like I said, that's also gonna help shift and pivot your mindset and your identity away from the addiction. The next thing to focus on is actually just a few things. So uh, finding a meaning in life, So I mentioned before that finding a meaning, finding a higher purpose is a really good thing for you to do. It is definitely a good way of overcoming an addiction. And like I said, it also helps you have a good reason why you can overcome that addiction. So like Friedrich Nietzsche said, he who has a why to live can bear almost anyhow. And like Viktor Frankl said, when you lose your meaning or purpose in life, that's when you're reduced to simple pleasure. So if you have a meaning and a higher purpose, it's gonna help you avoid some of these addictions, okay? The last thing to remember is never give up. It's going to be a very difficult journey and there's lots of people who are struggling with various addictions. You can find lots of support groups online. And the last thing to tell you is to inform your friends and family and those around you and to seek medical attention if you if you keep struggling with the same addiction and also, like I said, with those physical addictions to remember to keep trying to to, to seek medical attention to avoid any uh, to, to, to treat some of the physical symptoms of the addiction in case they become a medical emergency so i'm just going to quickly go over what we did today so we talked about the different steps behind an addiction so how it's different from a habit and in the model of conscious and unconscious incompetence and how actually when you start an addiction you might not even be aware that you have it okay so you're unconsciously incompetent but by the end of this six, six stage process you want to be subconsciously competent where you're at the point where you don't even think about the addiction anymore because you're so busy doing other things in your life and creating a meaning and finding a better purpose in life and the six stages you can do is firstly to acknowledge that you have an addiction secondly to treat the physical side of it and start collecting physical information about where this addiction is what you, when you're doing it etc and then the last thing you can do the, the, the third thing you can do is address the psychological factors okay then the fourth thing you have to do is you have to understand it's a long process and you might relapse the fifth thing you have to do is shift your mindset and the sixth thing you have to do is never give up and like I said inform the relevant people your family your friends and medical professionals so I hope you enjoyed this video I really enjoyed making it it was a lot of research and I hope you enjoyed it thank you very much take care guys peace out follow for more amazing content master your feelings and master yourself